Halacha Aleph. Perak Shvi Halacha Aleph. Perak Zayin. Kishtigna Chachamim Divrit Tfilas Elo. When the Chacham instituted Ezra and his Bezin, he instituted the, the text of Shemin Esrei. Tignu Brachas Acheres. They also instituted other Brachas of Arachais to make those blessings. The Chol Yom every day. Elohim, these are the other Brachas referring to. Beginning with the nighttime, because in Yiddishkeit, Judaism begins at night. In Judaism, the daytime begins at night. Elohim, these are them. Kishkanes Adam, the Mentasev, Iblishim Belayla. When a person goes on to, into bed, sleep at night, he makes the following Bracha. Mavarach, he blesses the following Bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem, the Kenem Melechem, the Blessed you are, our Lord our God, Master of the Universe. Hamabachel, the Shein Al-Enai, who makes the bonds of sleep fall upon my eyes. Hamashkiyash, Nath Tademan, who sinks me into restful slumber. Melish Masayin, and illuminates the pupil of the eye. May be you, your will, Hashem um, uh, the, my, the Lord my God, that you save me from the evil inclination, and from bad occurrences. And I should not be disturbed by bad dreams, more bad thoughts, sinful thoughts. May my bed be perfect before you. It's a reference to the idea of having good children. And raise me up from it to life and peace. Illuminate my eyes, so I should not sleep the sleep of death. Blessed are you, my God, who illuminates the entire world in his glory. After that, a person say the first uh, chapter of the Shema, and then he should sleep. Even if his wife is sleeping with him, he still may recite the Shema. If sleep forces him because he's so tired and he's unable to do so, he should at least read the, read the first pasuk of the Shema, or other verses of mercy. Then he should sleep. When a person wakes up after concluding his sleep, and he may say the following bracha, while he's still on his bed, he should say as follows. Alekai, my God, the Shamash is to be the soul you have placed within me, Tahira, it is pure. Atavarasa, you have created it, Atavarasa, you have formed it, Atanafachta, you have breathed it into me, and you preserve it within me. many you are going to take it from me eventually, and you will ultimately return it to me in the time to come. As long as the Neshama is lodged within me, I am thankful to you, Hashem Lekai, Hashem my God, Master of all of all deeds, Barachat or of all works, Barachat Hashem, bless you, bless you, Hashem, who restores the Shema to dead bodies. Since sleep is considered one sixtieth of death, so the idea of waking up in the morning can be somewhat uh, comparative to Tchiasamesim, the revival of the dead. When a person hears the crow of the rooster in the morning, which usually happens around dawn, Mavarach makes the following bracha. Blessed you, Lord our God, Master of the Universe, who gives the rooster intelligence, to distinguish between day and night. When a person gets dressed, Mavarach makes the bracha. He who clothes the naked. When he puts a uh, his uh, cloth over his head, which is a sense of uh, awareness of Hashem's presence, as is the yarmulke, Mavarach makes the bracha, Barachat Hashem, the Kenim Melachelam, Eiti Yisal B'Sifada, who crowns Israel with glory. Our glory is our awareness of Hashem being above us, and the covering we wear to to, to recognize that. When he passes his hands over his eyes to rub them, to remove the sleepiness, Mavarach makes the bracha, Pekeach Ivrim, he who opens the eye of the blind, eyes of the blind. 
when he sits up on his bed, he unties the bound, because when you're sleeping, you're sort of speak tied up, you don't move. And by moving, when you wake up, you're, you're unbound. When a person takes his feet off the bed, places them on the ground, he who places the earth over the waters. The idea is, is that um, the earth is heavier than the water, and ideally, uh, in theory, it's really be sinking into the water. But Hashem's kindness is what, is what makes the earth uh, rise above the waters, and, and, and we have the concept of dry land, which we appreciate when we step on the ground in the morning. When a person stands up, he who straightens the bow, because when you sleep, you're more hunched, and when you wake, you stand up, you are standing straight. When a person washes his hands in the morning, he who has made us holy with his commandments and commanded us concerning the washing of the hands. When he washes his face to remove any traces of uh, sleepiness, he removes the bonds of sleep from my eyes, and sleepiness or slumber from my eyelids. Continue the same bracha without stop. We say, may be, be the will before you, Hashem, uh, my God, the of the God of my fathers. So that you make me accustomed to the performance of your mitzvahs. And don't make me accustomed to transgression, vavin or sin. Let the good inclination rule over me. Don't let the evil inclination rule over me. Strengthen me in your mitzvahs. Give me a portion. Give me my portion in your Torah. And give me, place me to, to be in a state of grace and favor, uh, uh, or, or grace and kindness, uh, and mercy. In your eyes, in the eyes of all those who see me, and treat me, uh, 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 or bestow, with, bestow upon me uh, kindness and benevolence. Bless you, Lord our God. Bless you, Hashem. He who bestows benevolent kindness. Whenever a person goes into the uh, house of the sitting, which means the bathroom, the outhouse, as it was back then, he says before entering, Be honored, uh, honorable ones, holy ones, servants of the Most High. Help me, help me. Guard me, guard me. Wait for me. Until I enter and come back out. Because angels, it's not honorable for them to go into the bathroom. This is the manner of humankind. When a person exits the bathroom, you should say, We're not going to keep translating that. We know already what it means. was created the man in wisdom. who created many openings and cavities in him. Uh, many openings. Many cavities. is known to reveal before your glorious throne. If one of them was blocked, or one of them was to become opened, in other words, what's supposed to be closed becomes open. What's supposed to open becomes closed. Um, should not be possible to, to exist even for a moment. Heals all flesh and works wonders. Or works wondrously. When a person fastens his belt, he who girds the Jewish people with strength. When he wears his shoes, that you have made for me uh, 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 or provided me with all my needs. 
The association of shoes with all of our needs is an interesting one, and then and the commentaries explain what it is. When a person departs on his, on his way to, to leave the house, he directs the, the steps of man. Now, there are three ble- that's all in terms of the order of a person's uh, morning preparations, a morning uh, routine. Now, the person has to make the following blessings every day. Who has not blessed you, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who has not made me a non-Jew, thanking Hashem for the opportunity to do mitzvahs, even though we all were once non-Jews before our former Vinu, Hashem has made us into Jews. And this is supposed to say Shalayasani Aved. Excuse me, Shalayasani Isha. He has not made me a woman. Again, men have more mitzvahs obligations than women. And we all were once women when we were in our mother's stomach before being born. So we thank Hashem for being born and for being male, which gives us the ability to perform more mitzvahs than women do. Again, for who has not made me a slave, we were once slaves in Mitzrayim. Uh, and now, and the slaves, Evid Kanani, a, a Jewish, uh, quasi-Jewish slave, has less obligations of mitzvahs than a free person. And again, thanking Hashem, for the opportunity to be allegated in more mitzvahs. Most authoritative uh, d- uh, manuscripts of the Rambam have the order of the bracha, Shalei Asani Goy is the first one, as it is over here, then comes Shalei Asani Aved, and then comes Shalei Asani Isha. In ascending order of least holy to holy, non-Jew, quasi-Jew, as it ever is, and then a complete Jew in the woman. These 18 brachas that we mentioned, which number 18 includes Hamapil, uh, do not have a specific order. The Rama mentioned them in the order of what's normally done in morning routine, but that's not, not, not necessarily the case. You make each one of these brachas for the matter which the bracha is, uh, is uh, related to, instituted for, in its proper time. Each one individually. Ketat, for example. A person fastens his belt while he's still on his still on the bed. So makes the of He who girds the uh, the Jewish people with strength, even though he did not yet make the bracha for putting your feet on the floor, which is uh, is um, like how it's Now Shemakal time. If a person hears the sound of the rooster. They makes the bracha of he who gives intelligence to the rooster, even though that may be at a later time than the other brachas. Each one of these brachas a person is not obligated in. In he does not make the bracha if he's not obligated in that particular thing. Ketzad, for example. Ketzad, what's an example of this, of not being obligated in specifics? When he sleeps in his clothing, when he gets up, he does not say the bracha. He who clothes the naked because he's wearing his clothing already. If he, if he goes barefoot, he does not say the bracha of who has given me all my needs. That bracha is for shoes. As for example, in Yom Kippur and Tishabav, when we talk, don't wear shoes, we don't say that bracha. Now, be making point of Tishabav, Yom Kippur and Tishabav, there's no bathing allowed. You do not say the bracha of. Uh, concerning the washing of the hands, nor he who removes the bonds of sleep from my eyelid, because that's for the bracha of uh, when you when you uh, uh, wash your face. A person who does not go to the bathroom in the morning, he does not say the bracha of Adam. He who created man and wisdom, that bracha is for the bathroom. The same concept applies to all the brachas.
The custom of the people, the majority of cities is to make these blessings in the synagogue. Whether the person making the brachas is obligated to do so, whether he's not obligated to do so. So that the person, the chazan, says all the brachas regarding, uh, or people in general, uh, make the, say the brachas in shul uh, as part of davening, regardless of whether, for example, they are wearing shoes or not. They make all the brachas. Tosu, that's a mistake, says the Rambam. Bein Reilosis Kin is not fitting to do so. Valiyavarach Bracha, a person should not say any of these brachas. Elim Kin is Chayav, unless he's obligated to do so in the manner we described. So, for example, you should not make the bracha Oyezi Solik Vura if he's not wearing a belt. A person gets up early in the morning to learn before he says Shema. In other words, it's too early to say the Shema, it's still dark outside, but he wants to learn Torah. In other words, if he ready, if it was late enough to say the Shema, so he would say the brachas of the Shema, and say the Shema. In which case, you would not have to say the brachas on that we're going to describe now on the Torah because the brachas for the Shema, Avaselam, uh, the brachas before the Shema, especially the second one, are, are considered brachas for the Torah as well. But if he's so early that he's not yet said the Shema with his brachas and he wants to learn what should he do, whether he wants to read the oral Torah or the written Torah, he must first wash his hands, even though he's not saying the Shema yet, and say the following three brachas. And then afterwards he can study the Torah. And these are the three brachas he must say. Who has made us holy with his commandments, has commanded us regarding the words of Torah. Make, make sweet, please, Hashem, our God. As the words of your Torah make them sweet, the in our mouth. In the mouth of your entire people of Israel. That we should be, if I said anyone, and our descendants, descendants should be. And the descendants of your people should be. Knowers of your name, occupiers of your Torah. He who teaches Torah to the people of Israel. Was chosen from all the nations, as it says in the Chumash. And also, and he has given us his Torah, as it says in the Chumash, that it's through giving, Hashem gave us the Torah. He chose us from the nations, as he told us before, Matan Torah. Every day a person is obligated on saying, saying these three brachas, the three brachas we mentioned in the earlier halacha. Even though the Ram seems to apply over there, is only obligated to do so if he learns before saying the brachas uh, krishma. Uh, but apparently the Ram here assumes that every person gets up uh, early before uh, dawn. So a person is obligated to say these three brachas every day. Afterwards, he should read some words of Torah. It's customary to read, even though you can read, you can read any part of Tanakh. It's the custom to read the, the blessings of the of the priests, Yivrech Hashem, etc. In some places, read the other passages of Tzavos B'nai Yisrael, command the Jewish people regarding the daily sacrifice. In some places, read both of them. Then also we read some chapters of Mishnah or Brisa. Uh, so therefore you have the both written and old Torah immediately being read following the brachas of the Torah. Our sages praise the people were praiseworthy those who read the verses of Tilim every day. From Tilim David, which is the beginning of Psalm 145 till the end of the book of Psalms. In other words, the last uh, six of, uh, Psalms of the book of Tilim. It became customary to read other verses before and after those. Before all these different verses, there's a bracha that, that said, which is, 
the bracha of Baruch Shama, blessed he, he who spoke and created the world. Bracha l'achreim, the bracha following the verses of Yishtabach, it is the bracha of Yishtabach. V'achem b'varach al kriya shema v'kare kriya shema, and afterwards you say the bracha, uh, the brachas of the Shema, and you read the Shema. So it turns out you say Baruch Sha'amar, you say verses of praise, Pshuk the Zimra, then Yishtabach, then the brachas before the Shema, then the Shema, and then of course as well, the brachas after the Shema. Halacha yud gimel yeshu kemesh inagu behen. There are some places that are custom likreis v'chayim to read every day. Achash mavach yishtavach after they make the after bracha of yishtavach. Shiras hayam the song of the sea the az yashir. Ba'achakach mavach and al shema. Then they say the blessings for the shema. Yeshu kemesh yikreis shiras hazinu. Some places say the other song, the song of hazinu, which is the second to last parish of the Torah. The song meishabenu. Uh, adjures the heaven and earth to be witnesses to the Jewish people's obligations and and, and uh, consequences of shirking those obligations. Uh, some individuals, although it's not a communal custom, there are individuals who do both. All based on local custom. Yes, yeah, so there are communities actually apparently where they do both. Today the custom is to do as uh, Yashir and to do, it, we do it before Yishtabach. Uh, some Sfardim do Shiras Hazinu instead on Tisha B'Av. And that's because in the Shir of Hazinu, we're warned about the consequence of Golos if we don't follow the Torah. A person has an obligation to make a hundred brachas every day, and the night and the day, or the night preceding the day, and the day which follows contribute to that, uh, that uh, period of day and night. What are these hundred brachas exactly? If you make a calculation, it comes out as follows, that there's a, a, a basic amount of brachas that we are obligated to do, we normally do based on normal days, that equals at least 100. So normally it's okay. What's the chesh? What's the calculation? 23 brachas, we mentioned this chapter so far, which is the, the 18, 18 brachas of the morning brachas. Um, the three brachas of Birch Satayra and the two brachas of Pesukah de Zimra, Baruch Shama and Yishtabach. Seven blessings on the Shema between the morning and evening Shema and the blessings before and after, a total of seven brachas. Before and after. When he wraps himself in his talis, puts on his tzitzis, he has commanded us to wrap ourselves in tzitzis. He puts on his tzitzis and he says, He has commanded us to don the tzitzis. Three prayers daily. Each one has 18 brachas. Again, assuming everyone davens Marev because it's a universal custom. And each one has 18 brachas. Of course, there's 19 nowadays with the additional bracha of Alam Hashinim for the Apikrusim. The Ramam is talking in its original historical context, 18 brachas in each. That brings us to a total of 86 brachas between all these brachas. So we need another 14. To reach a hundred. When he eats two meals daily, the morning meal and the evening meal, which is normal standard custom for most people, you make a total of 14 brachas between both meals. What are the 14 brachas? Seven in each, in each, each meal. Seven times two is 14. What are the seven in each meal? One you wash your hands. Make your bracha on the food itself, which is hamaytzi, if it's, if it, if it's bread. Uh, not of course is more there's more brachas, but even if it's just one bracha on 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 bread it's with the bracha of Amaitzi, one on the bracha before the food, and three brachas after the food, in benching the first three brachas of uh um uh and uh, Now there's a fourth bracha which the Ram again does not mention over here. We'll talk about it uh, different uh, later in the in the future prakim. 
in future halachas. Uh, sorry, actually, the next halacha. A valyayin in front of Acherev and on the wine, which is the customary back then was to make up the bench, even by yourself, using a cup of wine. That's a total of seven brachas. So you, before, make, you, you, before you drink the wine, you make a bread off. And then afterwards, you make an alagef and the after brach on the wine. That's a total of 100. Nowadays, so, but the previous halacha reflects the time of the Mishnah, or the early time of the Mishnah. When the blessing of the Apikursim, uh, or sorry, not for the Apikursim, but the bracha to, to, to combat the Apikursim is added in the Shemesh the bracha of the last bracha was added in the Mazen. That gives you a five extra brachas. Now that's good. You have one hundred and five. However, on Shabbos and Yontif, the davening is only seven brachas, not eight, not 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 nineteen. And other days where you're not obligated in any of these brachas, for example, if you did not sleep the entire night, so you don't say a mapil, you don't say parts of the parts of the morning brachas, such as of the or perhaps even a mavashena, according to certain opinions. You did not loosen your belt, so you're not going to tighten your belt. You didn't go to the bathroom or anything, anything else of that like, so you would not say or anything else of that, of that nature. Any other example of such? Therefore, you have to complete the number, the 100 brachas by taking taste of various fruits or various produce, or uh, as some of the freshmen suggest, by smelling certain spices, especially on Yom Kippur, when the davening is, uh, uh, there's even this, there was five tefillahs, there's only seven brachas in each tefillah, and you're doing a lot less of the regular brachas, and therefore you can compensate by smelling spices. Ketzad, how could you go about doing that? Oichel mat yorik, eat a little bit of a vegetable, mevorch lefan of acharev, you have a bracha before of hadam and afterwards burner fashes. Chayz v'eichel meprizem, and then you eat a little bit of a fruit, you make a before bari pri eitz. Mevorch lefan of acharev, you can make a bracha before and afterwards of bari pri eitz and burner fashes. Again, uh, uh, another after bracha because it's a new snack you have to make sure to space them out and you have to make sure that you forget about eating and, and things like that in order to make sure not to make a bracha for no reason keep track of the brachas until the point that you, that, you, that you are certain you completed 100 every single day so in summary the basic obligation of davening as we have it in the times of the Rambam is as follows although the Rambam at the end of the Sefer of Ava uh, slightly adds to this in terms of the Nusachat uh, the basic obligation is as it is over here. This is the order of the prayers. In the morning, a person gets up early and recites the all the morning brachas we described. The Kaya and that he reads the Pesuk of the Zimra. He makes the bracha before of Yishtabach and afterwards. Excuse me, before of Baruch Shama and afterwards of Yishtabach. Afterwards, he says the Shema with making the brachas before and afterwards. When Dalek Kedushim and Abrachas Rishonim Shlofnai in the first bracha. The Ramam is making the assumption here that a person, they're talking about a person who's diving without a minion. A person who's diving alone, uh, he uh, skips the section of, called Kedusha in the first bracha where it describes the Malachim saying Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Uh, exactly which part he skips is not clear according to the Ramam, it's difference of opinions. Uh, he skips that part, because an individual does not say Kedusha, for that you have to have a minion according to the Ramam. And when he finishes the end of the last bracha of the Shema, which ends off Gual Yisrael. That's the end of the second bracha. Excuse me. That's the end of the bracha which follows the Shema. The bracha of Emes Viatzi Vinachan ends off Baruch Hashem Gual Yisrael. Yad Yamid. As soon as he finishes the bracha of Shema, he stands up immediately. So that immediately after mentioning the redemption Gual Yisrael, he should daven to Hashem to have the Shemin Esrei. 
standing, as we described at length in the earlier parts of the Salachas. When he finishes Shemun Esra, Yeshiv, he should sit down, weep upon him, and fall down on his face, and supplicate to Hashem, what we call the David, and he should pick his head up, but remaining sit, and continue supplicating, while he's sitting, words of supplication, that's what we would do with Vanachlin, Lonid, and Manasseh. After she should read Til David, the 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 which is Ashrei, uh, some Gersoyes hear say Meyushiv while sitting. Vishchan kivichaycha, and then it's continuous supplication according to his abilities, such as the pasuk of the parak of Lamatzeach and of Altsiyin. Vipat Lamasov, and then when he's finished, he could depart to his to his, to his daily affairs. That's Shachris. So it fills Mincha, the prayer of Mincha. The order is Maschal Kara Til David. A person begins by saying Ashrei. Miyushiv while sitting down, and then he stands up, and when he finishes that, he falls on his face, and he supplicates to Hashem. Then he again picks up his head, and supplicates according to his ability, uh, presumably while sitting, as he does by Shachris. And then he departs to his affairs. The evening prayer, if a person first reads the Shema. And he makes the brachas before the Shema and afterwards. And he, juxta, he puts the, the Gal Yisrael right next to Shema over Then he immediately begins to daven standing Shema Esrei after the bracha of Gal Yisrael. When he finishes, he should sit a little bit and then he should, he should, he should go off to, to, not his affairs, because presumably he's finished his daily affairs by Meir, but he go off to his evening learning or sleeping or dinner or whatever it is. Someone who supplicates says, you know, falls either falls on his face or falls apayim, or it says tachnun, or both. By my he's praiseworthy. Now you got asked the question. Rambam said we have to juxtapose geula to tefila to put them next to each other. But there's a bracha of hashkivenu between Gal Yisrael and Shmuel Ezra by Ma'ariv. Rambam says even though we make the bracha of hashkivenu after Gal Yisrael, so in that case you're anyways not putting the Shmuel Ezra next to Gal Yisrael. So why is it so important to why is that okay? And then why is it so, why is it so important to Davish Menesrei right after Brachas Krishma? Ain't a hefsek mingul tefila. That's not considered interruption between gula and tefila between redemption and prayer. Like one long bracha in this regard, and therefore even though they consider separate brachas in the count of one hundred brachas a day, they consider like one long bracha in the sense of not interrupting between gula and tefila because the bracha of Hashkivenu talks about how Hashem uh, uh, protects us and, and Hashem in Mitzrayim protected us. During Machas Becheris, from the, uh, uh, the the destructive forces, um, and we ask Hashem also to continue to save us, just as He did in Mitzrayim. Uh, so that's why it's not considered an interruption.